Hey everybody, thank you for joining us today at shifttalkers.com. Shift Talkers. <laughs> I have to work on my singing. Um, we're here to talk shift with you today. I am Colleen Sweets and I'm joined by. <laughs> I am joined by Miss Cricket and Miss Arellis. And our special guest today is Michelle Martinez. Thank you so much for coming, Michelle. How are you today? I'm great. I'm so excited to be here. You guys are doing an amazing thing. We're so, we've been having so much fun doing this. It's just been a blast. And, uh, you know, remembering the old stories and just all kinds of things that kind of come up while we're doing this it's just been so much fun uh one thing that we like to ask our guests right away is how did you get into the business and how old were you when you started well at first i started in retail i was a retail manager when i just got out of high school i was 18 years old and i assistant manager of a shoe store Hmm. so for 15 years 15 years I ran shoe stores and accessory stores and I had at one time over 200 pairs of shoes oh my gosh that's the dream no kidding (laughs) it really is however after 15 years I mean you price yourself out of out of the business you know I couldn't make any more money so it was to go into the restaurant business why the restaurant business though like from I mean I kind of see like with retail but I think it goes back mean? to, sorry, I think it goes back to remember in the day when all of the great restaurants were in the mall, yeah, Chelsea Street Pub, oh, yeah. sure, sure. all yeah. those crazy places. Yeah. So you got to know um, people in the business. Yeah. Um, there Now there's no restaurants like that, cool restaurants anymore I in know, the malls. Right? There's it's nothing in the mall anymore. Like Cheesecake Factory and yeah. I don't know. Fuddruckers. <laughs> yeah, there was always a place in the malls where you went after work and retail course, yeah. to go have drinks with everybody, the yeah. neighboring stores and stuff. So I'm pretty sure that that's how that all that that all happened. Because um, working in a restaurant is exactly like uh, going to one <laughs> as a guest, right? Oh gosh, I know, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> but it's funny too because it seems like it's moving in that direction again. Like when I was last visiting my my brother's family in California, it, it was surprising to me. Like I went to their mall, you know, and I mean malls have been dying for years. Like yeah. the ones in Albuquerque are a joke, you know. But I remember like going there, and there was so much going on, and there was like you know these like outward facing like you know really cool restaurants, you know. And I'm like you know maybe it was just that it's you know San Diego, but like I was like oh are malls a thing again? Like are we <laughs> are we doing this again? Like and they tend to be like more open air and stuff. But yeah, it was that just kind of surprised me. So it'd be nice if that like nostalgia, you know. I mean Stranger yeah. Things the whole last season, you know everybody's like kind of like it's the nostalgia thing like you know about mall culture that'd be pretty cool if we can just bring that culture back and be like the mall karaoke restaurant you know after work we all gonna meet here yeah chelsea street grill is that what it well, it was called in in, in coronado mall it was really? coronado remember they had those crazy shots with all the different colors and as bartenders huh. you all know that's like the 
horrible things to make and all that. <laughs> yeah. Blue curacao, and it's a bar manager's nightmare. And it's not They're, even it's not even making it's it's being the bartender who's who's never worked at Chelsea Street Grill or whatever. And somebody comes in, I have this thing, and I love it, and it's blue, and it's called a purple tutti frutti. Can you make me one? And I'm like, I have no no idea what you're talking about. Like, no, right? Google j- no, just yeah. flipped me off. I googled it, and it I just flipped me off. Called, like, <laughs> I think it's called. I think it's called a Chevy sixty nine. What's or in it? Something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember karaoke at Chelsea Street Girl, and then me and my cool. sister singing. I want your sex by <laughs> George Michael. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. So when um, you went into it, did you go in like, did you, since, cause you said you were in like retail management. So did you go in as a manager or did you have to like kind of do the server thing and work up to it or? Well, I started as a bar supervisor pretty okay. much. So, um, it just kind of took off from there. And actually as a bar supervisor, my favorite job was in a bowling alley. No, that was yeah, that was the best. That was a lot of fun, um, but it just kind of it, you know, Bennigan's was. Oh, Bennigan's. <laughs> why? Why in the bowling alley? Okay, why do you think that was your favorite bowling alley? Oh, bowling alley, bowling why, alley. I mean, yeah, I'm curious. Why would why why was okay. that your favorite? Okay, nerd alert. Um, <laughs> I used to be a really really good bowler. Oh, yeah. And I bowled in like three or four leagues a week. Ooh. So um, before I moved here, um, yeah, I was a bowler. I was a really good bowler. So the, it would just make sense that if you were, you know, you love to bowl. If you were in a, how many leagues a week? At one time it was four. Okay. Oh. So you you wanted to be at the bowling alley, so it just makes sense that you would go to the bowling alley and serve beer and liquor and get paid for it. Right, and back in the day, that's the place you could bring your children. You know, right. my kids. Right. You know, my my youngest is going to be thirty next year, so that was a place that you could bring all your kids and yeah. throw them and have a league and go play. Mom and dad drank. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Back in the day, bring your you kids enjoy- to work. Put him to drive, it was okay. (laughs) That's why I like the idea of the mall because, you know, my kids are getting to the age where I could be like, go walk around. Mm -hmm. And yeah, mama's going to go, you know, have some cocktails. Have some fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How how long have you you been in the business since you started at the bowling alley? Well, I started, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about that. I want to say 36 years. Wow. I've been a manager for 36 years. And I think that's why I'm so burnt out right now. It's like, I don't want to do anything. (laughs) You know, okay. What I was going to ask you is, um, well, damn it. I forgot again. (laughs) Well, the industry's changed so much. Yes. Um, I mean, just in the past 10 years, um, (laughs) even the way you talk to your employees, you know, we all know that Mm -hmm. we've all been through that kind of training. Um, it's just, it's, it's different, and I don't know. I'm just, I think it's just, I'm just burnt out on it. Sure. You know, if you've been a manager for that long, and you're moving around to different places being manager, yeah, that's, that's total burnout. It's total burnout. It's, it's a lot of hours, and it's a lot of things to, you know, care about and do and, and remember um, so it's understandable. And I know that you've, you've actually 
been in periods where I've known you too. We've worked together and you've been like, I just want to be a bartender. I just want to go in and serve. But then you do that and you're like, I can't do this. That's so fucking hard. So tell us about that. So I'm actually looking for a job right now as a bartender. I really want to. Hell yeah. That's the fun <laughs> part. Yeah. Yes. I don't want to supervise anybody. And the bad thing is, is they look at my resume and all of a sudden I'm drawn back into management. Right. So my son says I need to make up a special resume. So it doesn't have all that. Yeah. Doesn't have all that stuff. Tell on Tell your there. skills. And and I mean, you just get, you, you just get to the point where you want to be with, your family and your grandchildren and you know climbing the corporate ladder isn't fun anymore and you look back at it and say wow i was just really not a very nice person you know <laughs> i was mean i mean even in the past place the the last place three places ago i worked you know so you're looking you're looking for the dream job the dream bartender job that's uh uh, nine to five, you yes. make two hundred dollars a shift. <laughs> Christy, you know me so well. <laughs> Medical benefits, mm, yeah. yeah. What the yeah. cost? Well, well, Cricket's been a manager for quite some time as well, so yeah. I'm sure she can totally relate to that. Um, but you know, there's, there's, it, it's a, it's a lot of work. It's a lot more work than it looks like you need to drive the golf cart beer i would love that that's what you need to do do you know do you know who's hiring (laughs) golf courses are open aren't they i was gonna say santa Santa anna's opening back up next month i know i heard october 1st yeah Yeah. you know what that you're right cricket that would be a great job for you michelle yeah i guess i'll look into it but unfortunately (laughs) winter's coming are you a golfer i have golfed but i am a really <laughs> poor golfer it's well, funny because it doesn't I tr- matter but i tried to do it and then they stopped asking me to go with them <laughs> so i knew it's really bad and then i almost took lessons but the lessons were always on the weekends and, and in the restaurant working. business you didn't get yep. the weekends so maybe that's something. Maybe that's something I'll look into. Putt putt for me, man. I'm like, right. Right. you want to go putt putt, or you're like <laughs> golf. I'm like, if you're like golfing, like I'll just ride along, like hang on the side of the golf cart and just you know drink all day. I like, know that's what I yeah, would be the yeah, ride along. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would I'll encourage you. Can I tell you guys a, a quick story? I'll try to make it quick. I'm <laughs> long-winded sometimes, but I'll try to make this quick because it's funny. Uh, I I worked at a golf course one time, and. I was so not good at it. I'm not a golfer. I never really, I mean, I don't know the golf etiquette, anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about that. But I got a job at the golf course because I was a good actress. Actually, <laughs> I, I I applied for like the banquet position. Like I'm like, I don't want to be. Anyways, the only position that I ended up with uh, was the golf cart girl. And I had to deliver like sandwiches and little shots or waters to the golfers. And there was three different golf carts. There was the North, the South, and the other one. I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I I had to drive backwards. And uh, I had to drive like... In reverse? In reverse. Like not in reverse. I didn't have to drive backwards. Let me, let me explain better. <laughs> so the golfers would drive through the greens one way in their golf carts well i had to drive towards them the opposite way so i had to drive the opposite way through the course 
so I could meet them. Like that was the deal. Like I had to kind of run into them. Okay. <laughs> Literally run into them. Not a good plan, everybody. Not a good plan. Um, I was driving up this and I'm going, you know, towards the golfers, which you're supposed to be going away from the golfers. And you're supposed to stop when they're about to hit the ball. You're just supposed to just stop and be quiet. Oh, and, gosh. you know, okay, we've all seen, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Caddyshack? No, 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 no. So I come up this little hill, okay, and I'm in, you know, my food golf cart. Okay, I got a bunch of food and, and liquor in the back, and I've got, I've got a, um, a protecting shield over the front. But I come up this little hill, right, and all of a sudden there was this massive, like, Bam! <gasps> and I'm like, oh, there's a ball that hit the plexiglass in front of me. I'm telling you, if that plexiglass wasn't there, I would have died. <laughs> I would have died. Death by golf ball. Yeah. Oh so anyway, the, the, the golf ball, ball the, <laughs> the golf ball bounced off the plexiglass and landed in the roughage, or whatever you call it, the rough. <laughs> The rough. I'm trying to use golfing terms. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The stuff. rough. It landed in the rough. And this guy, who it was his ball, freaked the fuck out. He was so pissed. He took his golf club and he was flying it around over his head and then he slamming it on the ground and I was just stunned. Yeah. You know, I had never dealt with anything. I'm just, I'm just sitting there like. What I almost I just died. You know, I was why thinking. Why is he mad at you? Right? Because he's a fucking prick. Golfers. <laughs> no. And honestly, the only Seriously. time I've ever had somebody cuss yeah. me out, like get in my yep. face and cuss me out. Um, there's a there's a very nice golf course very close to this one place that I worked. And it wasn't uncommon. You could usually spot them when they came in because, A, they, they were already drunk. Uh, you know, but just <laughs> by their apparel and what have you. But I remember we had this huge group of guys come in. And, you know, they were all happy to see me. Oh, hey there. You know, and so I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be a flirty table. Good tip. All right, fine, whatever. You know, start sitting them down. But this one guy could not speak. You know, like I get around there and I was just like, hey, let me get you guys water. I, I had water like, bam, on the table right away. I'm like, please hydrate. And then I go around and I'm like getting the drink order. Please hydrate. Yeah, seriously. And, and this one guy, and he's like looking at the menu and he's like slurring. And he was just, I was like getting, you know, drink orders, you know. And this one guy, you know, he's just, oh, what, what kind of burger does this say? The burger? Yeah, I want to do burger. And I was like, you know, and then I was like, I'm actually doing a drink orders, but can I bring you like an iced tea or a Coke? There's no way that I'm serving this dude, you know. Um, and a lot of the guys didn't drink, you know, like some of them did, but they were capable of ordering said drink, you know, and this guy, and I like laugh and I kind of, you know, make it, but I was like, nah, man, you know, cause he did try to order a beer and I was like, nah, man, sorry. I was like, I'll, you know, I'll bring you, I'll bring you an iced tea, you know, like get you some caffeine so you can hang out with your buddies and, and then just moved right along, you know? And then when I made the second round, it was like a 12 top. And then when I made the second round where I was like, you know, do you guys have any questions, you know, appetizers, entrees, whatever, this guy like waited till I got there and then he stood up and got in my my face and went, you are an ugly fucking bitch and you can go eat shit. 
And I went, no, you do not get to talk to me that way. And I grabbed the drinks that were on the table and I start just dumping them in. Like I had like a pitcher there and I just start dumping. Them. I was like, out, everybody out, all of you go. And they were like, what, what did we do? And there was one guy who was like, oh, we didn't do anything. I said, exactly. You're going to let your friend talk to somebody like that. You're going to let them talk to me like that. Get the fuck out of my bar. Go. Nice. And it was honestly, it was just, and, and I was working that day with this one very young uh, like she was practically like a trainee bartender and she, she was so, she was more shaken by it than I was. Cause I was just pissed with the fuck out of my bar, you know? Yeah. And they did and they, and off they fucked, you know? Um, but yeah. <laughs> and she I went, love when she says that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was great. Cause she was like, I would not have known what to do if somebody yeah. did that. And I said, you don't have to take shit. I said, they have to treat you like a person you are not, you know? And so, but I was like, absolutely not. I'm like, no, do the fuck out of my face so yeah. i was really glad that she got to see that i hope she went on to have a long happy career in the service industry and <laughs> but that it was a learning experience for her she probably never worked there again <laughs> <laughs> but yeah after that i was like man fuck golfers i'm sure there's some delightful golfers many of my friends golf but you know what do you think michelle i think that you know in that golfing industry there's usually country club there's usually uh pretty pretty wealthy people that join that club uh i just left that job yeah so what is it oh so entitlements entitlements and what arellis was just saying was saying was that that's a big thing of getting out of the industry because yes your staff you need to protect them and make sure they're getting respect, but it's not like that anymore. It's mm-hmm. all that the customer gets everything that they want, God, yeah. and it doesn't really matter about um, the staff anymore, and that's one of those big changes. But, I mean, I just came from the golf course that it has the best of the best and the elite of the elite mm-hmm. here in town, and mm. they are entitled. Um, fortunately, I was in, uh, director of catering, so I didn't have oh, so much good. to do with the restaurant except for valentine's day and new year's eve mm-hmm. um sure uh, but uh yeah golfers they just have attitude <laughs> and i get that like and that's you can the see thing them if they got the hat on and the, everything yeah. matches well and they've got the money you know yeah. like and i think there's a lot of like yeah. you know when they come in in like a big group like that there's definitely like that guy you know like you know bro sort of mentality where they're you know and that's why i was like they're gonna be frisky and i'm totally on board with that i'm like that you know that's my bread and butter you know like this is where i'll make my money i'll be quippy i'll be witty It'll, it's you know you're entertaining Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, I, I definitely see how for a company, especially if you're in a management position, it's hard because you do want to protect your staff and you want to protect your people. But at the end of the day, when they're spending the kind of money that they spend yeah. at your place, it just it, it kind of covers all manner of sins. You and know? at these golf courses, they're huh. paying up to $800 a month in membership. Dues. You know, and that's that's a really interesting point, Aurelius, because... Uh, you notice men and women you know, don't golf together do, either. Do, <laughs> well, that's probably a really good thing. <laughs> well, no, because then it, the men have that mentality of, and most of the time your servers and your bartenders are women. Right. So they feel that they can talk down to you because that's that one of those one of those sports that are still left that men and women don't do it together. Yeah. Women used to not be able to be part of a, a country club. But do you think it's that? reason or do you think it's because they have they have money (laughs) they have money and so they think that they can just treat and act 
they can treat anybody the way they want to and they can act any 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 way they please because money will get them out of a a, a bad spot if they happen to get in there yeah. that bad spot you know what i mean absolutely and and these country clubs these private clubs um they're old money Right. They're yeah. old money, so they do feel like they're better like than you. Like Titanic. Yes, <laughs> just like that. Exactly. <laughs> what was yeah. his name? What was Billy Zane's character? Billy Zane. Who cares? It was oh, Billy Zane. I know. <laughs> I was like, nobody hated I'm like, I know he was supposed to be the asshole, but like, nobody hates so Billy cute. Zane. He's a doll. Well, I've always hated golfers, just period. Never, Good, mainly, <laughs> mainly because from an environmentalist standpoint, uh, like they uh, golf courses should not exist, especially in the desert. Definitely. Not in the desert. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. back it's east, criminal it's out totally here. I feel like it's but, criminal out here. Yeah. And then you know they just and use all kinds of really chemicals is. that are just not good for the environment. Yeah. So we were ta- we touched on plenty of fish before. <laughs> like, anytime I see a polo shirt, I'm like, no, nope. golf <laughs> hobby, golf, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. It's funny. Yeah. I have plenty of fish. The ones I guess match to my profile. They're all the bikers. Oh, <laughs> leather beard. I mean, there's but, some nice leather-clad biker dudes out there for oh, sure. Uh, yeah, I, I, I used I to know, be a biker like, girl. I, I know all about them. Just make sure they're not golfer and biker. Ugh. Oh, I'm just Hey, find yourself a nice dentist. Head to Harley, plays a little yeah. golf on the weekend. We- weekend warrior. I yeah. guarantee you I have not found that perfect man like that that does it all. So, did you have a question? Yeah, I was I was yeah. just, you know, because we, we I, I feel like when we talk about the golf stuff, you know, we're, we're usually talking about, like, especially out here in the desert, you're talking about the casinos, and they're just so massive. I mean, the staff, you know, is just so huge and everything. Um, and I I always opted out of managing in the service industry. There were just, there were, there were never enough, like, fringe benefits or anything to the fact that I'm like, no, I, I make really good money at what I do, and then you want me to you know, work for an hourly that's going to be taxable or a salary that is also taxable. Like there was just, you know, there were never any of the benefits necessarily for me. Um, but I feel like what I've noticed personally just, you know, is that the smaller the place that you work, you know, and the type of place is definitely like right now it's a small fine dining place and it's perfect for me because it's casual fine dining because I don't have the personality. We've talked about it before for like proper fine dining. <laughs> I just way too many F-bombs and I just can't compose myself. You know, uh, my face is wrong for it. You know, like my look is wrong. Like, you know, um, but I, I, I think I've really come to appreciate, especially where I'm at now, just that like safety of knowing that if I go to my boss or like if I've had, if I get into a customer's face, like only once that I can think of, have I had to get into a customer's face and kick him like rudely kick him out of the bar, like the fuck out of my bar. You don't get to come in here and talk like that. Um, and the, the owners just had my back. They were so supportive and I felt so protected because it was, it was, it was kind of a risk at the time. And I was like, all right, this is it. It's my last day here. I love it, but damn it, here we go. And 
I just, it was, you know, but I'm like, it's a really small place. And I feel like they, they, they're able to invest more in their employees. And they're able to protect you. Right. That we were just speaking of. Exactly. Because I worked for the Hyatts, the Hiltons. I know we're not supposed to name drop, but those are so huge. I sure. Can't. Yeah. Hyatts and <laughs> yeah. Hiltons. Like who hasn't? We're not. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think for me at 55 years old this year, if I were to go back into restaurant management, it would be for somebody who owns a restaurant. Right. that wants somebody to run it for him. Yes. Right. Because There's I would not do this pops. corporate thing. Mm. Not again. a chain of command where it's like, mm. I've got a boss and he's got a boss and he's got a boss's boss's boss. And, and, then, then, there's you a got, committee. and then you got the bitch who's trying to climb the corporate ladder. Right. That's going to just <laughs> right. knock that, you down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, and they will, they're, they're, they're not going to let anybody stand in their way. The corporate, mm-hmm. which corporate hose. <laughs> but you know what it's funny because that's hard too because i just came from uh, there was a there was something on indeed and um it was for this little place that was open pretty much breakfast and breakfast and lunch Mm -hmm. uh privately owned but they're not gonna pay me Uh, (laughs) oh yeah yeah that's you know what just what cricket was saying earlier is you know you then, then it's not worth it. Then I'm going to be the bartender. I'm going to drive the golf cart and take go. the abuse <laughs> and get hit with a golf ball and have somebody call me ugly. You know, but when he yells at you, you're going to clap back. Be like, you know what? No, fuck like you. you. Yeah. <laughs> then he is. That's what I. Do see. you guys want to know how I finally got fired from that job? Yes. <laughs> so finally, that wasn't it. <laughs> well, actually, that was. Pr- actually, that was that the. Led be- to- that was. I think his complaint about me, which it wasn't my fucking That's fault. That's ridiculous, I, yeah. I was taught to go the opposite way of them. Like, right. I was doing my job. I came over this little hill, and it was, really wasn't That's my like people fault, who but... hit a pedestrian and then try to sue the pedestrian. Right, right, right. <laughs> it really was, but... There were other things that I was doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was... Fireable offenses, let's just say that. Um, I'd get hungry, and I'd have these, you know cart full of freaking sandwiches behind me you know i'd be like i'm hungry oh so i'd be driving around the golf cart eating a sandwich <laughs> you know me for sure um and i look but, back yeah i try to worst put, thing you could do <laughs> uh anyways i think that was the beginning the beginning was that was that uh getting hit by that golf cart or uh, the golf ball mm. and uh, I think the fact that I had tattoos, because when they first hired me, I remember the lady looked like I wore shorts and she's like, you can wear shorts, you can wear this, you can wear that. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I have that, all that stuff. And mm. she like saw the, the black Panther that's tattooed on my leg <laughs> with a rose out of its mouth. Um, it doesn't Classic, look like a rose yeah. anymore. It looks like <laughs> a, a wolf eating an animal. <laughs> But we'll have to post pics online. (laughs) But I think she saw that tattoo and she's like, "Oh shit, what did I do? I hired this chick." (laughs) And I was actually, I'm, I was really good at catering, but they did not put me in that position. Like that's what I wanted to be hired for. That's what I applied for. Server, I wanted to be in the restaurant. They're like, "Well, we want to hire you because they liked me at first. (laughs) but we we don't have a position for you in those places." So. They put me wherever they needed me, and I wasn't good at those places. I'm right. good in the restaurant. I'm good at the... Yeah, you learn you to know. play to your strengths, yeah. you know? Right. So like, if you put me the... in a morning shift anywhere, I will yeah. get fired. So I what was the final you. straw? Yeah. Well, I just remember it was 4th of July. <laughs> and oh, 
<laughs> you know, there were times, let me tell you, there were times when I just didn't show up, I didn't call anything. I'm just oh, like, shit. let's see what happens. And I'd show up like the next day and then would be like, hi, Colleen. And I'm like, hey, what's up? <laughs> like they didn't even notice that I wasn't there the day wow. before when I was scheduled. So I was like, well, I could get away with a whole lot of shit over here. But um, apparently I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> July 4th. They, you know, the one head lady brought me into the office and she was like, so there's been some insubordination and, you know, there's been some things and she didn't even really tell me exactly, but it was probably like a week after I almost got killed by the golf ball. (laughs) And so I knew it was that guy's complaint ultimately that, that did it. Yeah. They usually build up a a case. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a built up case. Yeah. Yeah. That was the ultimate demise because they couldn't really, because they couldn't prove that I was taking the sandwiches. They didn't inventory the hoagie sandwiches. I just want to say, you know, in my defense, I was a totally different person back then i cannot not steal or lie anything right you know now in in my age now why when i was like i was i was i was well, way different starving, like college student like in my 20s you know like and that's the thing and i was i was it's funny because i was struggling with writing the blog post um you know to just and i was thinking back on you know and i was like thinking about times where like you know i pissed customers off and stuff like that but i'm like you know but like i was a shitty server then too yeah you know like like i am fully like Mm -hmm. i I just i look it back and it's embarrassing how i was and 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 yeah the stealing and stuff you know like uh and now like you know i'll i'll like you know steal stuff like by accident you know from where and then turn around and like wash the dishes and take them back to where i work and like the (laughs) napkin like the cloth napkins like oh i still had this in my back pocket when i came home you used to always catch me cricket walking out the door because i always had (laughs) i i remember that too with you i remember towel in the back pocket and i usually in like sometimes when i would sit in the car i'd feel it but i have to have a towel in my back pocket it just so Tell us about one of your most memorable guests. It could be anyone, any who. Celebrity. I think celebrity. I want to say Bill Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Bob, yeah. Bob Odenkirk. Sorry. Sorry, Bill, Bob. (laughs) Billy Bob. Billy Bob. So memorable. (laughs) (laughs) Well, his name is Saul. (laughs) I know him by Saul. He'll always be Saul. He'll always be Saul. Um... But this restaurant I was managing, and we had just opened it, and he would come mm. every day and sit in the corner and just drink his coffee and read his lines, and was so amazing. You're talking about Saul from uh, Better Call Saul. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Move on. Bob, o- Bob Odenkirk, cool. Bob right? Odenkirk. Is that his name? Yeah. <clears throat> I thought so. I mean... I never watched Breaking Bad. No, sounds I, highly Googleable. But yes, Bob Odenkirk is the actor's name. But that, he that was, played Saul. Mm-hmm. That's the actor's name. So he yes. would come in every day, sit in that corner booth, and he was so sweet to the staff. And he would, and it was like first thing in the morning. So you know you're not that busy. Sure. So the staff would love to go over there and talk to him, and he would go over, the, uh, show him the lines, and kind of oh, let cool. him know what a script looks like and just was really pleasant and i mean i think that that's about being in this industry is you really got to meet some amazing people i remember bill clinton oh, remember yeah. bill clinton coming through the door cricket I, do you remember that were you there that day yeah yeah, yeah. 
So, Michelle, tell us about a time that you remember a guest that you will remember for the rest of your life, whether it be famous guest, not famous, somebody who is going to stick with you for whatever reason. Tell us about that. Okay, it's going to be Bill Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be Bill Clinton. Um, How the Secret Service shut down this little town in New Mexico and um, I remember I opened the door for him, and out he came in this in this white Escalade, and he was campaigning for Hillary at the time. Oh wow! And um, oh. and this was I'm trying to think when it was. It it wasn't winter time. My son was coming to visit, and I couldn't pick him up at the airport. So I had to text him a picture of Bill Clinton, and that's why mom can't be. I hadn't seen you in a year, son, but I can't make it to get you because Bill Clinton's here. And, uh, yeah, so he got takeout and all kinds of good oh, so stuff. He and like- he was very, very, very kind man. I was very, very surprised. And, of course, all the news people were in there and... Everybody oh. wanting a piece of Bill Clinton. An entourage. <laughs> and, yeah. Well, it's just, it, it wasn't that long ago because if he was Four campaigning years ago. for, well, yeah, if he was campaigning five. for Hillary, yeah, then it was well, yeah, yeah, 2016 yeah. sometime. Yeah. Thank you, because I remember when I worked there too. Was it that long ago? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know you guys are going to think that I have a story for everything. <laughs> Do you have a Bill Clinton story? I totally have a Bill Clinton story. <laughs> yes. But I was 19. I, I, you know what? I don't even think I was 19. Oh, I'm afraid where this is going. Oh, I was 19. So right 18. up his alley. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. But no, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> I, <laughs> my, my friend, uh, Darcy, we'll just call her that. Mm-hmm. We went to South Carolina where her brother was in the army and a bunch of his friends. We had a great time, by the way. <laughs> but we were in this hotel room, and we went swimming. And it was, you know, still light out. <laughs> and we went swimming, and we come out of the pool, right? And we're dripping wet, and we're laughing and giggling. <laughs> and we see this crowd of people. <laughs> and Darcy's like, what's going on over there? I'm like, I don't know, but let's not go over there. And she's like, let's go see. And she drags me over there, and it's Bill Clinton. And his posse around him. And Darcy just barges her way through this. I mean, she was, and I'm short, but she was this time. She was shorter than me. And she barges her way through and she's like, you're Bill Clinton. And he's like. <laughs> like he doesn't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm just standing in the background like, oh, my gosh. Like, he. he. Was it when he was I governor? she's doing this. No, he was campaigning to be president. So, 96, 95? And yeah, I was, wow. I was. I no, was, no, 92. That would have been it like was 92, 92 because I graduated in 92. So it was, and I, this was the year of my graduation. Oh, I yeah, just yeah. graduated. So 92. Okay. And I, so we're in South Carolina. She, you know, barges up to him, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, you know, ha, 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 shaking everybody's hand because everybody's kind of crowded around him at this point. And mm-hmm. she's like, I'm going to vote for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michelle, and I, oh, sorry, yeah. are you done? No, I'm totally done. That was, that was the story. So, Michelle, I remember you talking about that at, right after it had happened and, and just talking about what a charming man he is. And he's not aligned with your uh, 
your political <laughs> views, but you, you, I remember you saying you're like, I'd have voted, I, I'd have voted for him if I'd have met him before that. <laughs> it's funny because I've met a lot of politicians in my past jobs and might not be my affiliation, but yeah, I, you know, especially the governor we have now. I think mm-hmm. she's doing a great job despite the restaurants can't open, but yeah. I think she's just trying to keep people, safe. keep people safe and, um, you know, I think that that's a good thing. And who wants to be in that position? You're here. Yeah. And yeah. you're never going to be in line, you know, 100%. You know, like I just, yeah, I heard about the whole, you know, oh, until there's a vaccine, no movie theaters. And that like deeply, deeply mm. upsets me. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I do appreciate the efforts being made to keep people safe. So, yeah. you know, it's interesting this whole time period in the, the COVID experience um, up until now. You know, I see people come into the restaurant and they're just so appreciative and so happy Mm. that they're just out and about. And it just really brings on a different gratitude across the across the nation but across the whole should. world yeah. as it should yeah because well, we talked about how people even when you like answer the phone to take a takeout order yeah. how sometimes people just want to talk you know it's like yeah. you, you could be the only person like you know i'm in a house with four other people right like i can't wait to get out but i think about like if i was you know you know single or, or, or just you know if you were on your own yeah. but then you realize that like you know that little bit of interaction that you're having with them could honestly be the only interaction they've had with another person and it was definitely worse like you know a few months ago yeah but, but those people yeah. still honestly still yeah. they will not yeah. go out and won't do anything yeah um, i mean i'm still furloughed Y'all are back working. Yeah, I'm so still furloughed. how's that going michelle tell us about oh, that my that's, head, that's pretty i tell you um well until said governor that i just praised opens we're in new mexico (laughs) by the way (laughs) if anybody wants to open the state i mean i'm a director of catering at a hotel here if we can't have events i can't work so i'm having to make maybe a big career change here yeah but right now i needed to move go back to retail <laughs> i had to move <laughs> i you know what i actually went to a job interview really for retail and it was a porn store <laughs> <laughs> i am shitting you not i loved it too there was like plastic sheets yes. now, now the last retail store i was a manager is i opened the fredericks of hollywood oh sure here yeah. in town yeah so i had some background in it but this was a little more hardcore yeah but I'm i love the porn serious story. Yeah. he wanted to pay me 13 dollars an hour to manage whoa i'm like i'm gonna go back to the bartending yeah. but yeah so i went to this and i was really thinking about it so it's probably going to be retail i just need to bite the bullet and realize that i'm going so it's either going to be that i'm going to manage retail and probably take about fifteen thousand dollar year cut and well, it doesn't uh, have to be permanent, permanent, too, you know, and that's so. the thing. It's like, whatever you get now, I mean, I know plenty of people who are just sort of getting stuff for now, you know, yeah. and then it's like, okay, but when the world's, you know, back to some so sort of I don't see. Yeah, I don't see how they're going to open up the state by the end of the year no. to where we can have weddings. No. So pretty much no, my yeah. industry mm-hmm. and the catering has kind of went uh, Even the weddings went, that, bye-bye. Like, I've been invited to and stuff, uh, you know, like for this summer. Um, yeah. It, it's just, you know, it's well, my own backyards, you know, yeah. and yeah, like people are really. I know. I was trying to think yeah. of something creative to do with that. Maybe be like, 
an event, a backyard event planner for people or something. But you know, We've, everybody- Amber and I have talked about that for years. You know, like that's that's one of our just sort of dreams. Like one of these days, like we'll have a Ooh. catering thing. You know, I'll bartend. We'll get the food set up, and you know, yeah, like hey, call me. You got my number. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like link in the yeah. There'll be a link in the comments. So <laughs> so yeah, I just have to make yeah, some. Yeah, big- actually, that's a great idea. Mm. I need to make some big decisions, but this is a great time of year to make those big decisions too. Yeah. You know. Yesterday was uh, was Maybon. Got to mm-hmm. throw that in here, yep. and um, so tell it, tell everybody what Maybon is in case they don't know. So it's the autumnal mm-hmm. equinox. So it was the day where there was equal um, hours of light as there was right. dark. Yeah. So it's the only time of the year that that um, happens. So it's a great day to harvest, and they say you should make an apple pie. I didn't make an apple pie. However, I did make some fish and coleslaw. <laughs> but I did, but I did, decor- I did decorate my new house um, with a lot of mm. fall stuff, so that was kind of fun, and a lot of candles, and had some diffusers going. So, you know, I just think um, now's a good time for change, and um, there's a lot of places out there looking for work. The the biggest problem that we have is, you know, I've applied for probably over 50 jobs and maybe I've got a handful of phone calls yeah. because they're afraid when it all opens up, I'm going to jump ship and I'm going to go, I'm going to go back to, to what I know. But well, the thing is too, a lot of people that have been furloughed are choosing to not go back right now because of many reasons, you know, maybe they have a you know, a, a, a sick child at home, whatever the whole, whole case may be. But there's reasons why they, they're they not going back. It's not all because they want to collect unemployment. It has nothing to do with that most of the time, actually, I think. I would like to believe that. My unemployment's about to run out, you know? Well, yeah. I just got the extension. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I know for me, like, you know, we had, we had closed the restaurant for about a month where it was completely closed and then we reopened for just takeout and I you know I I I jumped right on that because I'm like yes I will I will work well I need to work for my own right that's yeah. that and that's what I'm well getting being. to that's what I'm getting to yeah it's and it's I, a mental health thing you know on one hand I was like I want to just relax and do nothing but on the other hand, I'm like, I know better for my mental health. So no. how are you dealing with, I mean, I know that, you know, uh, there's, there's a lot of things you're doing and we are going to, Michelle actually has her Desert Moon products. Desert Moon products. Yeah. And so, we're, uh, you know, you know, check us out on her website for more information about that. But tell us you know, how, how you're dealing with that part of, you know, the mental part of being on quarantine or, or, or the COVID life of a restaurant worker. Well, I sold over a thousand of these COVID bags mm. and, and wow. um, yeah, so it was realtors and mortgage lenders. They still oh, needed yeah. to do their business, but they wanted their guests to feel safe. Sure. Um, signing papers and doing all that kind of thing. Cause those are things you just really can't completely do virtually. Yeah. So I was doing that and, but how did you get to, how did you, how did you decide to start doing that? I've been doing aromatherapy. I took aromatherapy class about 20, over 20 years ago. Mm. And, um, I stopped doing it when I was a crazy 
restaurant manager mm. climbing the corporate ladder being mean to a lot of people I shouldn't have <laughs> I apologize to all of you out there that I was mean to um, but anyway take a break they from deserved it. it and then because of the COVID everybody got creative I started yep. painting I started mm. started my aromatherapy up again and um, now my daughter's doing um, wants to do a, push it a little bit further and my son Excellent. also because I don't I don't want to be the face of it. I want to be. I want to be the one in the background making the potions and right. making it all up. And um, so it's um, it's a great thing. Those COVID bags really helped a, a lot of people. Yeah, um, feel safe. So you sold mm-hmm. over a thousand. That's over awesome. over a thousand of them. That is that's excellent. Awesome. So, so that's supported. That supported me. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, that's and I'm with you. Like producing, I'll produce all day. But then when it comes to the selling thing, yeah, like, I don't oh, want my face uh, to be the face of anything anymore. I'm getting <laughs> you too know, old. It's, it's really cool. That's you know I think and and I this whole COVID thing you want to twist tw- twist it into a positive experience. Mm-hmm. You know because there's so much negative in it, obviously. But, uh, so I've been trying to twist it into positive and thinking the same thing. What am I going to do with my life? The restaurants are totally a different, yeah, that's why we're, that's why we're here yep. and you guys are listening shift to us. Shift brought to you by COVID-19. But, <laughs> yeah. We miss you, Am. So much. Love you. Amber has to come tell her Bill Clinton story too this because is a it's great... very breathtaking. <laughs> this is a great oh, yeah. What do you still love about this industry? Like, why why do you want to pick up those bar shifts? Is it just for the money? Yeah. Or? It's the people. It's you guys working with you all. I always enjoyed it. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> We're funny. You know, and it's the, it's the camaraderie. It's the yeah. restaurant industry, despite all the shift talk is really <laughs> mm-hmm. a great industry where you've you know most of the people on my social media are people that I have worked with right. and um, I've learned so many things from different people and some people I uh, so many different types of people a lot so of people I've unfriended yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no names yeah um but yeah meeting you guys i mean i wouldn't be sitting here right now if it wasn't for the restaurant industry yeah well, so i appreciate you guys and i'm so glad for what you're doing you're gonna have so much fun we have had so much fun and yep. thank you so much michelle for being thank here you. i appreciate it and we're just having a great time and we'd love to hear your stories please visit us on shifttalkerspodcast.com we have uh, Aurelis's amazing, amazing blogs, and there's a comment section, so we would love to hear your comments on our blog stories, and on our yeah. podcast. We want to hear your stories, you guys. We, we want to hear your side of things, uh, whatever you want to talk about. You know, we're not picky. Um, mm. We just want to close now and say thank you so much for your support thank and you. listening. And we hope to hear you again soon. Shift Talkers. Podcast. Tales from the Shift. Love, love.